Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking teen dating violence awareness month with the sinister minister, John Enright. We'll be back here at the A show. The A show. Where smart is the new sexy. And now, April Hunter. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the A Show. Thanks for joining us today. So I'm I'm joined by my esteemed colleague, Ray Hernandez, big Ray Hernandez. And today we have a very special guest. We're welcoming back the sinister minister, like the that. red beard himself, Ooh, yeah. John and right. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, Miss Hunter. How are you? I'm uh, doing well. Ray. It's good to see you. So, so sinister. Oh, so <laughs> I am. I'm super sinister. I'm going to call so, him sexy red beard. Sexy red beard. I'll take so you're, it. Sexy you're talking. We're gonna we're gonna talk about a serious topic, but we're gonna just be knowledge is power kind of situation. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. And yeah. I want to welcome everybody coming in. Hello, Allie, big wig. Hey, Steve. What's up, Winona Speedway? Cool, awesome dude. Hello, hello. So big. Uh, I said big wig. I just read you twice there because you're in there twice talking to us. So oh, yeah. thanks to everybody being here today on this wonderful Wednesday afternoon. And if you are listening to us on Podbean or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, what's up? You can also see us live on, uh, you can check us out on, well, if you want to see all our shows, you can see us on Patreon, The A Show. And you can also check us out on Twitch, The A Show, for a limited time because we do our replays. Yeah. Mr. Braithwaite, hello, hello. So welcome everybody from all corners of the world. What's up, John? What do you want to talk to us about today? Uh, well, since uh, you guys graciously had me on, I figured, you know what? I'm, I'm technically getting paid for this because I'm bringing awareness. Uh, because what I do, um, I am a youth advocate here in rural Texas. Um, I work for an agency called Freedom House of Parker County. And we help uh, victims of sexual assault and domestic violence. And so February in 2010, the United States government designated February Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month. Uh, Teen dating violence has become so prevalent that the CDC actually has its own part of its website dedicated for teen dating violence awareness. That's how... Uh, prevalence become in the United States. It's, uh, it's interesting that you're doing this because I do remember as a teenager getting into quite a few uh, brawls and fistfights and with with my dates. So um, it's it's been around for a long time. <laughs> yes. I, say. I, th- I think there's going to be a lot of people who might relate to having grown up this way. And I'm going to bet, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to bet that Many of us came from households where this is how our parents dealt with conflict. So maybe that's our normal. That's how we deal with conflict until we go and learn to break the cycle. I mean, how, how many times, you know, I, I've, I've dated as a teen. I've seen, I've had friends uh, growing up as teenagers. And what we didn't know was teenage dating violence actually was, you know, uh, times have changed. And, and right. actually times have changed, but at the same time, it's, it's always same. been it's always been wrong so mm-hmm. i'm sure i'm gonna learn i'm gonna learn a whole bunch of stuff because i've never i didn't know first i didn't know this was a thing until i really met john so i'm interested i have a ton of questions and we have a ton of fun topics and stuff and mm-hmm. 
And April, before we even jump into that, you said that that, that you were attacked by a wild wolf or something. We got to give you a scratch or something. <laughs> I was I was tra- I was attacked by a labradoodle. I think it was a labradoodle, some kind of a doodle. Some, yes. One of those doodles. I was lovingly attacked when she tried to give me a hug. So yeah, I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm kind of babysitting for playdates. My neighbor's dog, who it's been wonderful because, as you know, many people know, we lost our pit bull, and my dog has been like Ooh, for you know, over a month now. So anytime we get another dog around him, he's just like so thrilled. So we're technically just supposed to be taking her for a walk to let her out because my, my neighbor's in school all day long. But we go over there and bring her back here for an hour and a half to play in the yard. Oh, that's so nice. So we we steal her and they have a good time. So I tried to take her back today. And um, she decided she wasn't going back and he decided he wasn't coming out of the house. So trying to do the old switcheroo wasn't working out. And then she jumped on me and gave me a hug and kind of slashed me across here with her nails. And yeah, I was a couple minutes late trying to, All right. well, I was you, waiting for the last minute to take them back. So you, co- you covered that stuff up real good, right? Well, I, I, I checked, right? Yeah. I think we're right, take your time. Don't worry about we're it. We're still okay. Yeah. Boobies. It's still working. Yeah. Oh, right. you took good. away the ear raping part. Cool. Thanks. Yeah, I tried. Boobies, <laughs> <laughs> and I like them too. Anywho. That's the ear raping part. <laughs> that was the ear raping part. Yeah, we just were keeping it at boobies, right? We're simplifying it. Well, yeah, it's going to be boobies. That's John yeah, Cena. Just- 2023 we're just going to simplify everything across the board. Why not? Boobies. But anyway, um so John. Yes sir. You know, we are going to have some fun because you know, of course, we can't keep this all serious, but yeah. let's let's get a little serious right now. Okay. So tell us a little bit about uh for people that are new to this, uh tell us a little bit about yourself. Um tell us a little bit about what you do on a daily basis and uh tell us uh about what we did wrong as teenagers. Well, I mean, I can't just say anything because I, I did up. everything wrong. As I mean, that's probably why I'm doing the job I'm doing. But as a youth advocate, um, I run an after school program called Crossroads and we help on Mondays and Thursdays after school. We pick up kids from all four secondary campuses in Weatherford here, um, which is the major city in Parker County. Not that it's a very big city, but um we have an after school program for them. They're not, they don't have to be a victim of sexual assault or domestic violence to attend the program. It's just a safe place for kids to come participate, learn how they're dealing with stuff. But in that process, as we build relationships, uh, they eventually tell us stuff they're dealing with. And so with February being teen dating violence awareness month, we teach them the idea of what that means. Uh, a lot of people think hitting, punching, kicking, but a lot of, now we see more violence coming from things like emotional uh, abuse. We see things like even spiritual abuse and um, we see online abuse. So what is defi- what is spiritual abuse exactly? Like- so that's a good question. Uh, so a lot of times it'll be like, say, for example, uh, I was a kid who grew up in church. So we're okay. dating uh, and we go to church together and something happens. You're like, well, you know, if you break up with me, I'm going to tell everybody in the youth group what you did, that you made out with me or that you let me touch your boobs okay. or, you know, yeah. things like that. So you extend a relationship that needs to end by threatening, which it's also emotional. Abuse. That's like abuse. blackmail, though, right? It really is. It's, it, you know, it's emotional abuse. Same thing. You know, I'm going to kill myself if you... Uh, break up with me. It's it, but it's using the church and your spiritual nature 
to manipulate manipulate you know okay. uh which you know a, a lot of times you see that in adult relationships as well you know I where say. <laughs> you know a, a lot of what i'm telling you today doesn't just apply to teens it applies to everybody mm -hmm. but february uh, domestic violence awareness month is in october but february is specifically for teens because last year in 2020 alone about two million uh high school boys and girls admitted to being either intentionally hit or harmed by someone they were dating. Um, and that was just in 2020 that were reported. So I was going to say, you can feel free to include adults in this too. Cause I, yeah. I firmly believe I could be wrong, but I firmly believe that males are abused as much as females or very close to it. Mm -hmm. And they're just not reporting it. Mm -hmm. so um, like I know a lot, I've had exes that were abused by previous uh, in marriages or partnerships. My brother was abused, and I've just I've just see I see where I mean it's not 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 always self defense kind of situation where the women are you know abusive and men are too afraid to abuse it, to mm -hmm. sorry of no abuse it too afraid to address it because um, they feel it makes them look weak. Yeah, like and I, I mean you I, have can I just jump in real quick. Oh, yeah, when, go ahead. Right, go. When, when I was um. When I was young and I was training uh, to box and stuff, I had a girlfriend. I'm not going to mention her name, obviously. And she had what we call loose hands. And she was always testing me. Mm -hmm. You know, she said, oh, I'm just playing with you. Smack me in the face, mm -hmm. punching me, pinching me, that type of shit. And it, it was, I was like, okay, you know, it's cool. But then it became when she got angry, mm -hmm. she would do that. And she kept doing that. Until one day I said, listen, I said, <laughs> I was always taught that if I get hit, I'm going to hit back. Mm -hmm. Before that happens, I got to go. And we ended up breaking up because of this shit. Because, you know, and I was, and it was for, it was for a few months. She was taking advantage of me as a bigger, you know, stronger trained young man at the time. And she was beating the shit out of me. Um, I found out, John, um, years later, as we all became adults, that it's something that she saw her mother do to her stepfather. Patterns, yeah, and, patterns. and hi, hi, Eva, and hi, hi, Chuck, and Eva pointed out. Um, she says, "I need to put more fear into the kids not to do it." And somebody said, "I agree with that." So how how do you stop this? You would you have? Well, I mean, fear is never a great motivator. Honestly, ah, I mean, fear. <laughs> with teenagers, it's one of those things where they hear what not to do all the time. You know, right. and so it becomes a deaf ear. You, you, uh, hey, if you do this, this is going to happen. If you do this, this is going to happen. A lot of times, if you treat teenagers closer to an adult, you're not saying they're not really are, but you just you give them the information. You make them aware. You're like, hey, guys, you know, this is what happens. These are consequences. Consequences okay. is not a bad word. It's just it just means the result of an action. You know, a lot of times we use the word consequence and people think, such a negative word. Oh, it's a bad word. No, the word, the definition of the word literally means the result of an action, you know, but we always talk it as a negative, but <laughs> Hey guys, these are the things, these are the choices you make. You make that informed decision. I'm not telling you what you can and can't do. I'm just laying out what are all the possibilities for you. Um, and kids are going to make their own decisions. They're going to choose. We find that, you know, kids who are over restricted, yeah, they might not do it under the household, but then the moment they get out of the house, 
they're the kids that are just running wild and running free um, because they now have the freedom to not, oh, my mom and dad said I, I can't drink or whatever. So now I'm just going to go to keggers all the time. Um, or my mom and dad said, no, um, I'm not going to, you can't have sex. Well, I'm going to have sex all the time because. You know, I like it. It feels I like good. Sex. I like sex all the time. You know, I mean, who doesn't? Uh, it's 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 pretty great. But uh, we, we actually discussed that on a podcast. I don't know, last one or the one before where we called that. I call that Eve's apple, where mm-hmm. if you tell kids or anybody that they can't have something, that's all they want to do. Exactly. Last week, I think, yeah. Yeah. So whereas instead you, you give them the information, you talk mm-hmm. to them, you're upfront about it. And, you know, I do that. Ray and I, we're dads. Uh, we, I'm, my kid's 17. He's starting to drive and all that fun stuff. And I've been up front with him from the beginning when he was 12. We, we've had discussions about sex and what it means to have relationships with a woman and how to behave and, and things along those lines. And that these are the choices he makes. I mean, mm-hmm. he's chosen right now. I'm not really into dating or girls or anything like that. Um, and I'm going, yes, yes. But, <laughs> you know... But at the same time, too, it's it's that idea of he understands, he knows, and it's his choice. And I've told him, whatever you choose, I support. You know, if you choose to have a same-sex relationship, if you choose to have a relationship with whatever, I don't care. Just know that these are the consequences of those actions, And but I'll be here to support you because I'm your dad. That's what I do. And yeah. so knowing that you have that information and knowing you have a solid support system behind that's going to make a better opportunity for kids to make the right choice rather than, you know, if you do this, uh, you know, it just, you're not going to necessarily do have a better result that way. Yeah. With teenagers, teenagers never want to be preached to. Mm -hmm. They want to be related to. They want to be heard mm -hmm. and have their, I mean, we, the way we grew up, Oh God! You know my era. We we weren't heard. We were our concerned. era. Yeah, our oh, era. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're all well, in the same ballpark. Yeah. So our era, era, we were considered inconsequential, and the mm-hmm. word consequences, con, actually is a negative connotation because con is negative. So that's why it sounds negative. Mm-hmm. But um, our 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 opinions were considered invalid. We were considered invalid. We were not heard. We were not considered. <laughs> fully formed humans therefore right. we didn't we didn't count we were just do this do that do this do that you know what i mean um so it was uh it was a, a different time i guess and it was you know how, how we are now as adults are sort of a, a result of that in a way you know mm-hmm. yeah. um but it's it's nice that people are growing up now with a better support network that said Sometimes we do repeat our, you know, we do repeat the past. So what happens to those dealing with it who end up with the same lack of support that we did, who aren't heard, who aren't told, you know, the consequences are spoken to like an adult. Well, you know, that's where, you know, we hopefully we have services like ours and other places where we can maybe begin to bridge that gap. That's where awareness becomes in. That's where it's like, oh, this is what I'm seeing. I, I recognize that. That happens at my house on a regular basis. I don't like that. You know, um, that was my dad when he was, you know, growing up, his parents were alcoholics and he's like, I don't like this. How do I go about and do it different? Mm-hmm. And for him, it was easy. You just don't drink. You know, mm-hmm. with when it comes to relationships, it's different because, you know, they say you marry your father, you marry your mother, you know, mm-hmm. kind of aspect of it. 
you know, how much of that's true or not, because I don't know my ex-wife, she was not my mother or my father. She's a completely different animal, which we call now a chaos hurricane, which is fine. Mm. Um, yeah. So, uh, but the idea is that when you're in that situation, sometimes we don't even recognize it. We don't recognize the patterns <laughs> that we have in life because we're not necessarily even cognizant of that because we're just trying to survive. We're just trying to, to make do. We're living on instinct. So therefore, we just go, hey, well, let me just do this because this is what I know. And we don't recognize or think about that. So that's where things like this, raising awareness, talking about what a healthy relationship is, talking about what abuse looks like, that it can take many different forms, that men and women can be abused. Um, those are all things that we are trying to do to raise awareness so that we can make those changes and hopefully in 2023 that number goes down from the 2 million that we had from last year so, that maybe we can make a difference. So I got a question. What, like, so what are the, what are the statistics? I, I would assume they're lower than maybe what they are now. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I would assume that they're, they're lower. I mean, they're, they're, um, they're higher now than they were before, obviously, because back the then, you know, we didn't quarantine. Know well, I'm, not, I'm I'm talking about from the time that we were kids. Oh, because yeah, I wouldn't complain. Yeah. We didn't complain. We didn't know <laughs> right. So, so what are we talking about here? Like, like we were percentage... in the Judd Nelson Breakfast Club group, yeah. right? So, like, what percentage <laughs> out of teens, like, kind of, you know, go so, through that type of thing? So, actually, uh, it's 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 about thirty three percent of teens are going through this. One out of three oh, kids. That's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, and um, and, and that they'll be in some form of abusive or unhealthy relationship. Um, uh, twenty five percent of high school girls have been abused physically, um, and then they say forty three percent of college uh, females have been assaulted in some way, shape, or form in a dating relationship. So uh, these are just some of the numbers uh, like men. Uh, they say that right now I have my numbers right here because I'm I'm play football and my brain is gone. But uh, guys, you know, <laughs> of the reported guys that only only 10 percent of guys reported their abuse. Um, but so, so you they, can assume they're probably the same numbers, if not more. But, you know, it's been. Um, so you know, maybe teen, the sexual abuse, maybe not that. Right. Well, no, I mean, even the, especially that even too, it's just one of those things where like one, they don't know the resources they have for them. You know, that's the, one of the big things they're, they're in these situations. They don't know they can reach out. They don't know they can report. They don't know that what they're in is bad and they don't, or they do. And they're just like, I don't know where to go. Who can I reach out to? And then the other half of it is um, that honestly, over what does it say here um uh that over 50 percent of young people who experience rape or physical or sexual abuse will try to attempt suicide because of the what they've dealt with and they're not getting the resources they need so this is not only a physical assault on the person it's a mental one that affects their mental health not only now but maybe even further down the road. So yeah. Actually, that's... I, do, I take that back. I, I do know several guys that have been assaulted sexually. One was by an older woman. Another was by a family friend, a male family friend mm -hmm. who he was raped. So yeah. I take that back. A problem. Neither of them did anything because they were afraid to, you know, back in the, back in the day, sexual assault. And I, I've gone public in saying that, you know, when I was 16, I was in a, 
in an intimate relationship with a 30 year old woman that's that's actually sexual abuse mm-hmm. sexual mm-hmm. assault now you know i mean back in the day we're high-fiving each other and like oh yeah but you know fuck you know i mean long term it really must have messed me up <laughs> you know what i'm saying um I don't know what kind of effect it had on me, you know, what, what type of uh, ways I was manipulated mentally, so on and so forth. So those are forms of, of sexual abuse, because if you think about it the other way, if you say, hey, there's some 30 year old guys dating a 16 year old girl, doesn't it sound much worse that way? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, how, how many have you dealt with any teens, male or female, that have uh, been, uh, let's say, dating much older men and they're uncomfortable they don't know a way out have you ever dealt with that situation so the the we we have i mean without like because i'm an advocate and i can't reveal client stuff but in general in general uh we have seen situations and stories where kids have dated uh older and um had to they did it because they were unaware that they were being groomed and that this was something that the person wanted. They had no clue. They they were in a home life that they weren't special. They were in a home life where they were kind of forgotten about. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I grew up with the phrase, kids are meant to be seen and not heard. Yes. Um, that's what know, was basically yes, saying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so that's, that's a phrase that was tossed around a lot. And so same thing happens still today. There's families that operate that way. And we've had situations where the kid didn't recognize it's okay because this person is giving them the attention they want and giving them the things they need, making them feel good. And then they begin to realize, oh, I'm not in a healthy relationship and we have to find ways to get them out of that. But then the question becomes telling parents, you know, do they want to protest charges? All these things, and all of these things are all non-negotiable in the sense of, in the in the sense of like, the the charges are going to happen whether the parents want to or not. The parents, I've seen kids who've said something, and the parents get on them because they say we don't go outside the family with this. The the yes. kid, oh my god, gets yep. punished for it. Yeah. They get punished for yeah. standing up saying this stepfather. For this, for my mom, who I'm not living with, but I go visit. The stepdad made me uncomfortable. He laid on top of me. He does the thing, or he did this to me. And then the the other set of parents goes, "Why did you go out of the family once it's been reported and talk about this?" And that child gets punished for it. So yeah. where's the resource? Where's the help? These are things that we I see on a regular basis with kids, and why I don't hear a lot until six months to a year down the road, and we've developed a relationship to know where they're willing to come and talk about these things. April, you wanted to say something? Yeah, I just, I, when you say groomed, like that's a word that we hear a lot today, but yeah. what do you mean by it exactly? Good question. So it, it's a good question. So it starts small, starts simple. What what people is this, will and, do. Is it groomed by the adult seeing the child or groomed yep. by the parents? It can be either. We're hearing, we're hearing a okay. lot of, we're hearing a lot of the, the Yeah, we're hearing groomer. groomers and, right. and all these things and, I'm just so, wondering exactly what people mean by it. Like the way, remember the way Colin tried to groom me to be his boyfriend, but it didn't work. Well, yes. yeah, that, that, right. I mean, so that, he, he plies you with pizzas and right. and and all that kind of stuff. Yes, yeah, yes. pictures um, of him in his shorts, that type right. of thing. Right, yeah, <laughs> those inappropriate. He's wearing very short shorts too while he's right. Uh, <laughs> but that that you know, we joke, but that is some things that are done. 
you know, uh, normalizing things that kids don't need to be exposed to. Uh, you know, it starts simply you, you get an adult bringing a kid over, they're having fun, they're, they're having to play games, they're giving pizza. All of a sudden, oh, oops, I left an adult movie on. Hey, oh, sorry, my bad. You don't need to be seeing that. Um, it's but uh, but I mean, well, what is that? Well, it's it's a movie for adults. Um, well, I mean, you're kind of old enough. Do you, you know, it's it's that idea of getting things to where a kid becomes comfortable, forcibly comfortable, by exposing them to things that they don't need to be seeing, usually sexually explicit things. And sometimes we even see the parents doing this, where we see trafficking done by the parents because they need the money. I That's mean, pretty gross. Uh, it, you don't even, Man. I mean, I've had kids who come to the program who are coming and they've had parents that they've been removed from because that was the situation. Mom, Mom was wanted, pimping them. Mom wanted drugs, and so kids oh, were getting pimped because this they wanted. This is why them. I like dogs better than people. Just well, yeah. wanted to state that people can me. suck. People so, can oh, suck. I was in Marseille, which I was in Marseille once, and it was beautiful. And then I went back to Marseille, and like all the culture was gone because it's a. It was. It had been taken by a lot of immigration at that particular time. And what happened was I was sitting outside. Uh, eating, because this, you know, it had, it had beautiful French culture, and a child walked up to me asking for money, very young child, and at the time I didn't have any cash, and he, she walked back, and I saw her parents, her mother sitting there, her mother was pushing her to another, another, another table, and I was thinking to myself, oh my god, you know, like you do what you got to do, I guess, you know, if you're you got to eat, but. At the same time, I'm thinking that's that, that is an inherently wrong and inherently rough position to be in, right there. Not yeah. that you know, like I don't not not that it's necessarily in the same lines as here, but who knows where you draw that line, right? It's one of those things where I mean, it can it can go anywhere. I mean, human trafficking in Texas alone last year brought about a billion dollars. You know, just in the state of Texas, uh, the biggest, the number one um, event that human trafficking happens, Super Bowl every year. Oh, really? Yes. Every year, more people are trafficked because here's the thing. Prostitutes are needed in the Super Bowl city. So they're brought in from all over the area. To so now it's Davos, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, kind of, but it, it's one of those things where they are brought in from all over because they know there are going to be more people needed. They're going to need, you know, comfort or whatever, how you want to ca call it. So people are going to be calling for sex. So here My you team go. lost. I need a blowjob. Yeah, you know, um, unless you're Robert Kraft and you just do whatever. Um, so it's just kind of one of those things. Whoa, what's up? Hi, Wolf. Um, it's, uh, it's one of those things where... Um, it can lead, and, and again, teens are trafficked. Teens are a high priority. Uh, 12 to 14 years old are the Jeez. preferred age for traffickers. Um, that's why we talk about internet safety with this Awareness Month as well. Because one, you can be harassed by your, your boyfriend and your girlfriend, um, even after the fact, sexting has become a big thing. Um, in the state of Texas, you can be prosecuted as a teenager and have to register as a sex offender for the rest of your life by having pictures and sharing them without consent from the person who sent them to you. Oh, I have a question. Yes. Um, so how has 
so how long have first real quick two part mm -hmm. question how long have you been doing this okay. first question five years five years in the five years how much has social social media become a major factor in teen dating violence in five, the five years that you've been doing this because of the growth in the last five years of social media uh, huge and the biggest the biggest in, you know thing and game changer in the last three to four years was snapchat Snap, you know right because uh, just the disappearing okay. quote uh, unquote, messages right quote unquote or you can see screenshots but they what they don't tell you is hey this is how kids are already kids like to figure workarounds on all kinds of stuff right they're smart of course <laughs> they're, they're super smart so you get a friend's phone you take a picture of the screen on snapchat and now you've got the picture and they don't mm. know you've got it you know and and this is what we tell kids all the time guys look if you want to send a nude pic to somebody be aware once it's left your property once it's left your phone you have no control over it that I, I've always said the difference between love and film or love and you know snapshots yeah. snapshots is uh those last forever film doesn't well absolutely i I, I always I always knew I always knew for a fact that film lasts forever love doesn't sorry yeah <laughs> no I'm saying I always knew for a fact that somewhere in Bangkok somebody's looking at my penis I, it is what it is yeah you know? <laughs> it's true <laughs> I mean, there's there's a story I, li I like to share, and this you might have a, to zoom in a bit, but it's it's fine. well, you know, hey, button on a fur coat, it's all right. Um, the idea there there is a legit story this happened in, in like sorry, I got I got to tell about that. I was trying not to. Sorry, it's fine. okay, it's okay. But this is this is a story that happened. Uh, a family had their photos. They posted on Facebook. Um, they go to Russia for vacation. Why are you going to Russia for vacation? I don't know. But they go to Russia for vacation. There's a Coke ad with their family photo on a billboard in Russia. Because, again, once you sign the EULAs for all these, these places, Snapchat, uh, Instagram, Facebook. You're signing your, use, your rights away. You're signing yeah. your rights away. And the, the family sued Coke. And they said... No, you. Oh, we got this from uh, a clearinghouse who got it from Facebook, who sold the information. Are you yeah. kidding me? So somewhere no. in Bangladesh is a picture of me holding like a Viagra pill. So there really Probably. is a picture of your cock <laughs> in Bangkok. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. on a very so, small billboard. What? On, on a flip side of that, the 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 woman in the beginning, if you saw Mad Men, mm -hmm. the model in the entries of that of the of the TV show. Um, sued them. They used a picture her her image without permission, and she won lots of money over that because they never paid her. Right. So you can, I mean, it can go both ways. But yes, it, whatever you put on social media, there is a little tiny fine print there that says they own it. So if you're not paying for a service, you are the product. People don't seem to understand that. So when you click through, you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. You click through because you want to use whatever you're using. Just remember, you're the product. Your information, your habits, your pictures, your messages, that's the product. And they're selling that shit. Oh, yeah. So Exactly. And this is what we tell our kids is like, hey, guys, look, if you, if you send it in Facebook Messenger, if you send it on Instagram Messenger, if you send it in Snapchat, mm -hmm. they still own that. You've signed the EULA. You've given that away. So who knows where that is? That's how these pictures end up on the dark web or other places because it's like uh, you, you've given this away. Mm -hmm. you know. And that's, that's the incredible part. And just you know, it's interesting. You know, Kids, they get into these situations. They get stuck. One of the interesting things is eight states in the United States don't consider – 
um, violent dating relationships, domestic abuse. And so therefore, teens and 20-somethings are unable to apply for restraining orders or protections wow. from their abusers. What which eight states? Uh, I got. Please don't tell me they're all deep south states. No, New York. Uh, New York. I, I don't. New York. I don't have that information readily. It got okay. this from a another website, and they pulled from different things. Okay. They didn't list the eight states, but eight states in the United States don't consider that abuse. So yeah, I'm going to guess it's like Illinois, New York. Probably yeah. Philadelphia, right. New Jersey, Chicago, Colorado, yeah, California. Yeah, yeah, California. Because yeah. I mean, they can't you steal up to like a thousand dollars in California? It's not even a felon anymore. Yeah, yeah. So it's much. like they're just like, oh, whatever. It's just a punch to the face yeah. and a, a ball yeah. shot. You're fine. Walk, yeah. walk it off. Yeah, walk it off. Be just tough. Walk it off. You know, but like these are all the things that teens are dealing with. They're dealing with life. Then they're dealing with these relationships. They don't know where to go, what to do, and, and even in some instances, eight states say. Yeah, it's not even a thing. It's not. It's not a thing. You're not. You, you can't just break up with them. Just you know, get with space. You know, the problem is like so in Texas, we have things for them, but also the schools and they do. This is like the most. Pardon my French of Cajun dumbass thing that they do here in in public schools. They sign you, you sign a stay away agreement. Like um, even though you're in the same school and you have the same classes and you walk the same hallways. You're gonna stay away from each other. I'm like, well, I mean, the reason, really, I mean, that's that's. I remember seeing a meme like years ago, a woman holding a gun, and and she was. It was the meme was, um, because a fucking piece of paper isn't gonna protect me, and it mm -hmm. was a, it, you know, it said restraining order on it. So these, yeah, stay away things or what? Not that I'm encouraging kids to get guns, but I'm saying right. that the delusion of grandeur that we have at times is prolific oh, <laughs> shall guys. we say really quickly i have I know. The eight, you just I have looked the, it up and got the eight states right because I, I know I, you of course so <laughs> i have uh and ab twitch wants to know if florida's on this on the it's, list because well, we're gonna we, lose our shit if it is <laughs> here we go it's, it's idaho florida. there's florida right no no hold on idaho <laughs> mississippi where colin is from north carolina no. north dakota oklahoma South Carolina, mm -hmm. South Dakota, and lastly, Wyoming. Oh, so we're talking Wild West mostly, Wild yeah. West and South. Yep. Well, uh, hmm. well, I guess in the Wild West, their father's going to come after you. <laughs> right. So that's the thing. Like, yeah, you can do what you, you done, want to do. You done. You done. Fucked up now. Out. My daddy's going to whip your ass. Yeah. Yeah. Now you unless unless you're in that, that part of Idaho and Wyoming where laws don't apply for that small section where you apparently you can murder people and it's there's no laws you done knocked up that's my florida daughter, florida has, has that's those are florida laws right there stand your ground and castle law and all that mm -hmm. texas has that too we we have that but you're getting arrested um having having a, my gotten my chl um you're you're gonna get arrested it's just once they figure it all out okay yeah you're fine you're in your house this guy broke in you shot him we're arresting you but you'll be released on your own reconnaissance. Just mm -hmm. when we make sure that everything lines up and everything's fine. Yeah. Got to check but, the story out. Mm -hmm, essentially. So, but um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's interesting that those are the eight States because it's that idea of, like you said, it, it's in the West, but it's also that idea that, um, you know, you have to, let's take a step back and go, okay, we're going to protect relationships in the sense of, you know, marriage but not dating you know and, and so they weigh the value 
of a relationship. It's not a relationship worth protecting unless it's a marriage. And then that then becomes too the other issue is the LGBTQ plus community. You know, their their abuse rates, teen and and um, regular, have skyrocketed mm-hmm. in the last you know two to three years yeah. because again they don't feel like they're going to have any kind of resources to reach out to, especially if you're a teen, you know, you live at home, mom and dad don't know your situation. Again, this is rife for emotional abuse because, oh, well, you're going to break up with me. Well, I'm just going to tell your mom and dad, you know, that we're in a relationship. We're in a same sex relationship or we're whatever. Um, Can we read this comment right here from Winona? It says, um, I'm going to read it with a Southern accent. That's fine. Yes, please. Mm -mm, mm -mm. In the South. We don't call the cops and uh, know what to do with the body. Trust me, they will never find you. He'll, he'll, <laughs> oh, don't what? do it like that. What, what kind of, do it like, what kind of accent is that? That is, a, right. just, that is a terrible. What? <laughs> that was the worst. But it's true, Winona. <laughs> yes, Winona is, is 100% true. Sorry. That's the way Colin showed me. Uh, but Colin's redneck. That's not southern. That's no, that's way yeah, there, there's a southern accent. There's a country accent. Colin and then there's a guy like from New York this. trying to do whatever the, yeah, whatever that whatever is. that abortion was. Yeah, I should have done. <laughs> I should have done, done Finna done my Savannah, Georgia uh, accent. Do it. Do it. And do it in a Spanish accent. Yeah. You want me to do it like this? Yeah, yes. Like yes. That. Do it that you way. Like in the south, we don't Let call the cops. In the south, we do not call the cops, and know what to do with the body. Trust me, they will find you. They will never find you. They will, they will never, never find you. They will never find you. There you go. See, <laughs> yeah, way better. <laughs> yeah, way better. No, do it, do it, Miss Chow. We don't call no cops now. We uh know what to do with that body. Trust me, they don't know find out. What the hell what is that? That was Cajun. That was Cajun. Oh, no. yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. I'm yeah. doing it in a British accent. That's that's what you oh, can God. burn chicken and call it Cajun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Pretty much. In the South, we don't call the cops and we know what to do with the body. Yes, cool, Trust awesome me. dude. I said Savannah, they will Georgia. never find you. Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> You're doing a British accent. Yes. Ah, it's beautiful. Um, so, so our friend here, cool, awesome dude, says uh, twenty four says, uh, "Did Ray just say Savannah, Georgia?" And I said, "Yes." Uh, most Indeed, my, he did. Yes, most of my family is from Savannah, Georgia, and they do not talk like this. <laughs> well, you're talking like a Brit. So. Yeah, dude, I'm trying to I'm trying to mess with your mind. They talk like this. Yeah, so they like take talk- they take one word mm-hmm. and they break it down to two. Ain't that right? Unless it's kind, you're it's kind of like molasses. Yeah, a little bit of Mississippi in you. Mm-hmm. If you go to Mississippi, they talk to you like that as well. <laughs> Marvel just... Wolf says he can do it with a black accent. That's a black scent, right? Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Anywho, continue. I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I think lost, Aaron yeah. Aaron Stevenson has a has the best black scent out there. Does he? Yeah, he's doing that that Cold. uh that Bring gimmick him on, <laughs> with the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wolf is black. He's gonna come by that naturally if he wants. Oh yes. Oh, he's oh cool, awesome dude from Savannah, Georgia. Yes. So Ooh. most of my fa- a lot of my fans from Savannah, Georgia, Florida, blah blah blah. But we were all from New York until my uncle uh, left the military and lived down there and everybody moved down there so anywho john yes sir so now <clears throat> a couple of questions regarding uh now this oh, is going to get a little wait, wait before you do the questions oh, you were running across the screen but people who are listening can't hear you're running across the street the screen information for people 
Oh, yeah. I'll what is that information, people, for those who aren't watching and can listen to, right. for resources? So it says, for more information, you can go to breakthecycle.org mm-hmm. or loveisrespect.org. You can also contact Freedom House right in Weatherford, your local crisis interve- intervention center. Yeah. Yeah. So break the yeah. break the cycle dot org mm-hmm. and love. What is it? I'm sorry, that one guys. Oh, love this one. Respect. Yeah, love, love is respect dot org. And also go. for the listeners out there, uh, for additional contact, John Enright at J Man on Twitter or email John at freedomhousepc.org and see how we can help you by providing more information. So, right, and that's J Reezy Min. That's yeah. J R E A Z Y M I N on Twitter. Like minister, yep. like sinister, mm-hmm. like, the like sinister, sinister minister. minister. Yeah, or you know, <laughs> yeah. when I pop up on Twitch and say hi, you know, yeah. same thing. There you I go. Just, I just do it like like the vet and just take put covered across the board TikTok. I will, I will put the information it. in the chat for those asking for it. I'll do it right now. Yeah, yeah. and that's Jamie is joining us. Hello, hello. Yeah. So, okay. Ask your questions. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just wanted to put that out there in case anybody oh, no. is listening so, and not watching. I was going to ask, you know, I mean, we are talking teen dating violence and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And, um, you know, what about, I know it's teen dating violence, but let's just say like emotional abuse. Can we talk mm-hmm. emotional mm-hmm. abuse? Mm-hmm. Te- Cause I think for, as a teenager and I'll give, give you a great example. I'll, I'll, I'll use myself. Um, I used to date this girl and and I'm I'm probably the one doing the doing the violence, I guess, you know, back in the day. You know, um we would get into an argument, I would get mad and I would shut down. And she couldn't call me, she couldn't talk to me for a week. I would uh what an asshole I was. Um, you know, I wanted her to feel pain for pissing me off. Is that something that happens? And, and, and what are different like levels of, of that type of mental abuse? Well, I mean, that, that can be because, you know, you're, you're not communicating. You're supposed to be in a relationship. You're supposed to be sharing. You're supposed to be talking out these things. And your mindset behind it is I want her to feel pain. You know, I, she's made me mad, so I want her to feel pain. So that is a form of emotional abuse. You know, you're making her walk on pins and needles, feel like, what did I do wrong? How can I fix this? And there's nothing that they could do because you're determining that. You know, I mean, that was a, it's bit a power of, play. Yeah, that was the bit of my marriage, you know, which I didn't realize until much later after I got divorced uh, was as I was going through, it became more and more about what my ex wanted, what she did. I couldn't do enough. I wanted to help. Why would you do it that way? Not, hey, thanks for the help. It was, well, why would you do it like that? You know, why was this? It was never about me hey thank you for what you did it was well that's not what i wanted the way i wanted it done that's how how i would have done it i can't believe you did that just this year make me redo it again you know it becomes that idea of you are exacting that control and you don't have to use the idea of being physical you don't have you don't even have to intimidate it's just that idea of you're making that other person feel uncomfortable by going you didn't make me happy and knowing that, you know, especially if you know that other person is very emotional, I'm a very emotional individual. I understand emotions. I, I'm a people pleaser, too. I understand that. I'm trying to be better about that. But if, if I know that I've upset you, I'm going to do what I can to fix it. And now, all of a sudden, that 
idea of I've upset you makes me go, oh, what did I do wrong? How can I do it? If I don't hear from somebody after I've done something, did I do something wrong? You know, immediate thing. When my executive director calls me into her office, my immediate thought is, what did I do wrong? You know, because I've just been trained in that. I mean, I was, I was, I was not a bad kid growing up, but it's that idea of, oh, no. I've done something wrong. What could I do? What did I do? How can I make this better? And then all of a sudden that person now has power over me because I'm not letting them, I'm letting them dictate my mood, my emotion, and I'm walking on eggshells around them because I don't want to upset. And so we have to learn that it's okay to make choices and other people's opinions are theirs. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to make ourselves happy. And then, and then in that, in that process, as we're making ourselves happy, we we are able to release what it is that other people tell us to do to make us feel that way that oh my gosh i can't believe i felt like it's that idea of you're happy with yourself and now you don't have to be validated from other people you can appreciate it but not be validated john i have to stop you right now because boobies right you know you thank you wolf boobies you know thank you so much it's, for it's actually a dress i'm wearing a dress so la, 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 la. that's actually a nice dress. I know yeah. I love this dress. I couldn't think of what to wear, so I just want to throw something on because it's freaking hot. I'm not being creepy. What, what does the back look like? The back looks yeah. like the like back. That. Yeah, it's a little little. No, thing I'm saying whether it was tied up all the way or went down. Oh, yeah. Okay, there that's nice. I that's, know. I like this one. It's like the lightest dress I have. I was like, I don't know what to wear. I'm just trying to find something cute. That's a flat, <laughs> and I, I like the uh, Florida what dress. What, what are those gimmicks that are coming down? They're I, like I stones. They're like yeah, they're like little. Like opaly nice. sapphire things. So, but thank you. But yeah, John, I didn't hear thank anything you, you said. for what that. Happened? I heard everything you said. No, I didn't hear so, anything you said. I was looking at the dress. Oh, Go ahead. whatever. So incidentally, while you were talking about that, I wanted to, I remember reading about the four horsemen. Hang on. There's a four horsemen of marriage um, by John, Dr. By Dr. John Gottman. I think he's a doctor. And it was the four things that will destroy a relationship. Mm. And, Right. Thank you for being honest about um, what it is that you used to do. We all used to do stupid shit, and stupid I'm, shit. I'm one of them, too. And I'm also, like John, a very emotional person, so I always want to fix things. So the four things that will destroy any relationship, number four is actually stonewalling, which is pulling back and ignoring somebody. So the first one is criticism. The second one is contempt. The third is defensiveness. And the fourth is stonewalling or going silent or walking out. Any kind of, of any kind of put up the wall. That's that's so these four things. He, this doctor studied a bajillion couples, and he could tell just by the way they argued and interacted if they would survive or not. So within like one interaction, so he's like, "You're gonna last. You guys are not gonna last." So he could tell. And it, he has like a, like a 99% correct rate on all of them. Might've even been a hundred percent. So. And with um, teen Go ahead, I'm yeah. Sorry. So, so I mean, with teenagers, we don't, we don't know these things as we get older. We, you know, a lot of times our parents don't even know these things. We, we learn as we go, we make, we, we, we fuck up and we learn as we go. Right. So we have the, the we have so much information now at our fingertips where we we can learn these things if we don't want to be ignorant so uh, alexa's asking me where my coffee is this is actually i i use ice for night oh hi alexa how are you yeah. welcome welcome nice um, to see you i wanted to throw something out there so again i, I was i was sharing mm -hmm. you know 
some of the things, you know, I did, some of the things that, you know, happened to me as a teen and stuff like that. But, you know, people need to also understand, tell me if I'm wrong here, John, correct me if I'm wrong. You know, it's not just the parents that we get influences from because most of the negative stuff I did as a teenager is from the our, my core group of friends or people who I thought were friends, associates, so on and so forth. Things I seen from them um, hanging out with older teens that didn't have the best influences. Like, so have you come across um, like because teens are teens, right? Not mm-hmm. necessarily. Let me explain. You can be 13 year old hanging out with a 17 year old you're still teenagers two different worlds mm-hmm. because every year is, is two different worlds oh absolutely so when you're a kid do you have any advice for like let's say younger teens that are coming into that that world of being a teenager and seeing all this influence from from you know maybe older teens or, or teens going into adulthood you know, and, and negativity, you know, that type of stuff. I yeah. I'm as, asking the question correctly. I think you understand it, right? No, I get what you're going. I, I think you have to recognize first and foremost, if you're a younger teen, that you're not you're not at that level. You know, I mean, as much as we want to be, as much as we think we're old enough, as much as we think we're, you know, we're not there. Uh, you know, it, it's one of those things of also, too, I think it's important to know and understand what your boundaries are. And what your what your your values are, you know, as you get older, as you begin to know what that is. When I was 13, 14, 15 years old, I was learning that, you know what, I'm not dating. I'm, I didn't want to date. I didn't because I knew I eventually was going to have sex when I got married. Um, and <laughs> so on top of that, it was I knew I was called to ministry. And so that person needed to be in line with that as well. So it, it was going to be. I went to, I was a Southern, I grew up in a Southern Baptist church, went to a South, I grew up in South Louisiana. So I went to a Catholic private school. So obviously that limited my pool of people to date from, to begin with. Right. You're, so, ba- you're Baptist and ca- you went to Baptist and Catholic. Yeah. So I grew up. Wow. Well, you Baptist. must be really messed up a little bit, huh? Yeah. That's two uh, different worlds. Man. Oh, yeah. no, <laughs> no, I got, I, I made a Catholic teacher cry once after Sinner. Matthew. It was great. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh no, I don't have any Catholic guilt whatsoever. Oh, I, good. Okay. I make good. fun of them as a matter of fact. <laughs> but uh, but you know, as I that 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 drew my pull shorter, so then it became an idea of okay, I didn't want to smoke or drink. These are things that as I saw older kids doing those things, I knew what I needed. But the problem is kids aren't going in with a, a foundation or a base of what their boundaries are. You know, and that's one of the things we teach our kids in our program is what are our boundaries? What what are we okay with and what is it like absolutely not i will not go past this point this is not the thing i'm going to do Mm -hmm. this is not the thing that i'm going to compromise on and we need to encourage our kids and our teens to understand and know what that is we don't define adults too adults too adults too but boundaries keep you free yes we don't we don't um we don't define it for our teens, but we we tell them and we we encourage them to see what it is that they will and will not compromise on, and that's that's the biggest thing I think. Ray, as as we're as our kids get to go older and they get to go to high school, where you know you think about it, high school is crazy, right? You walk in at Oof. thirteen years old, and you're all of a sudden there's an eighteen year old, right? right? And I mean, it's like in the same building, and I mean. When I walked in at my high school at 13, 14 years old, I was 5'5", 145. You know, mm-hmm. um, when I left, I was 5'9", 200, and I could bench press 450, right? It was just one of those things of I played football, I did all these things, 
But freshman year me, having getting to play varsity football after freshman football because of things, it was like there were I was going, how am I how am I gonna how am I gonna do this? Like, how am I gonna play football if these are the people I'm playing against? Like, what's gonna happen? And then all of a sudden, four years later. I've been starting on the varsity team for three years and I've been doing all it's, it's, a, it's ridiculous. The changes that are going in, but because I had parents who encouraged me to know what your boundaries are, know what it is you're not going to do. I knew what I was going to do. I knew how I went about doing my life. I guarantee you 99.9% of kids don't know what they're doing because their parents haven't talked to them about it. They don't, they don't know what boundaries even mean. Sometimes parents don't even put boundaries on their kids because they're like, right. well, I, I had boundaries, so I'm not going to let you do that. Yeah. You and know? that doesn't and, work mm-mm. all the time. No. It doesn't work 99% of the time. I'll tell you that right now. No. You, and you can't be a friend. You have to be a, right. a, you have to be a, a parent. parent. You have yeah. to be a parent first. And that's the crazy part, right? Like, um, it's, it's one of those things where, as I've been a parent now, it, it's one of those things where, with chaos hurricane versus myself chaos hurricane is the fun parent i'm the parent and now after the last three years of of our you know being apart it's interesting to see the change in my son and i's relationship because now he begins to recognize chaos hurricane is the fun parent but if i need something i go to dad Mm -hmm. you know papa papa is the one i go to for when i need stuff mom is oh well she was gone for a year and a half and she only saw me once in the year and a half that she was gone and that was a year later so she moved back just because you know i don't i don't know you know but i know dad's there i know i I can tell you're a good dad simply by the fact that you have your kid playing the nintendo entertainment system the old school nintendo (laughs) you like that i love that Uh, john i don't want to interrupt but there's there's so many things and there's something else i wanted to bring up to you Mm -hmm. that that i think is really important Mm-hmm. So again, and and April, I don't. Mind, I hope you don't mind me using a lot of examples of myself. Not at all. This, I went, out, this out of my element. I don't have teens. I just remember very vividly what it was like to be. Well, one. you know, I grew up a pastor's kid. Mm-hmm. You know, my father. Oh, was you guys have that in common. Yeah, a PK, <laughs> as, we, as we were called. PK. Yep. PK. And I ended up doing a lot of things in the dark. So remember, I told you that mm-hmm. I was in a relationship at sixteen with a thirty-year-old woman. Um. So what do you say to a teen? Right. Let's say let's say teenage Ray comes up to you, 16 years old, and I'm I'm hanging out with Stacy's mom because she's got it going on. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and Stacy's mom is 29, 30 years old and, and you're in a sexual relationship and this is going on for a long time. The teen's going to love it. Right. You know, what What do you but but it's mental abuse. Mm-hmm. To, you know what? Like, what do you say to a teen? How do you? Explain to this team, listen, man, I know this is cool or I know this is good for you. And I know you, you're having the time of your life. But over the long term, you know, what what are the long term you know effects of this relationship? How do you talk somebody down from staying in that? What's honestly, let's be real. It's an illegal, toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. How do you talk somebody down? Because I'm sure I'm sorry to say I'm sure I don't know who's in the chat, what ages and everything like that. Maybe you have kids, maybe you have cousins. I'm pretty sure one, some person you know or have known was in a relationship at a young age with somebody much older than them. So what do you say? 
Well, the first thing, if they're coming to me as an advocate or they're coming to me as a minister like I was, I have to report. We're mandatory reporters. That is an illegal uh, relationship. Okay. So I'll have to tell them, look, I appreciate you telling me this. So does but- that keep people from coming to you? Right. Bingo. Good question. So because, okay, so my therapist, just like my therapist, again, is a mandatory reporter with suicide bo- suicidal thoughts. Now, this is a bass backwards system because- if you can't talk to your therapist about suicidal thoughts of which 97% of the humanity has had mm-hmm. probably more than that right now, sure. because of everything going on and you don't want to be sent to the crazy center um, and, and lose your job and be taken out of your house and worry about your, your dog starving to death and everything else. Who are you supposed to talk about uh, to talk to these things about? I mean, you're going to, a, a, a professional who can help you out and give you the tools to help. And I've, of course there are hotlines where you know, nine, eight, eight, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to talk to your own therapist and they're, 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 they have to report you, that's a really bad system. Just like what you're talking about, your mandatory reporter. So somebody mm-hmm. should be able to come to you and talk about this. They, they, they should, but in this instance, it is, it, it's an, it's a, it's a crime. You know, I mean, if 16 to 30, that's a crime. I have to report that um, with therapists because we have therapists on site for our, our mm-hmm. agency. All of our, everybody who comes to our agency gets free services. Kids who oh. come to the program completely free. We get our money from grants and donations. Uh, so, but we have three therapists on site. The therapists are taught. You can talk suicidal thoughts. It's the intention behind the conversation, you know, like, you know, and I, I don't I can't go into because I'm not a therapist. I'm not a counselor. They've been trained to figure out when a person talks to them of do they have intentionality of following through or do they just say, I really struggle with this. It made me kind of consider this, um, but I move on. You know, there there is a line that they know when someone talks about that of going, OK, here's where we need to go call a you get you some intense mental help at a hospital versus. Okay, let's talk about that. How did that make you feel? Um, yeah, yeah uh, it, it's one of those things. And so in this instance, if we're using Ray's example, 16 to 30, that's a crime and I have to do that. But like I said, a lot of times with our program, with, with kids in general, it, it, they, they're not going to tell me on the intake form that we have because our program falls under what they call a victim of crime grant. So a lot of times when they come in, they'll tell us things they've been bullied or do things like that. Um, which is crazy. There's way more money in the state of Texas for victims of crime than there is for prevention, which you would think you would want it the other way around. Well, that's our healthcare system too. Bingo. That's, that's our whole system. They don't want you. They're never going to prevent you from getting sick. They want you already sick so they can, they can make the money off of the, the illness. That's why there's no cure for cancer. Right. Right. And I mean, and and research and research and research and research now for 50 fucking years. I'll guarantee. I know we're not talking about this, but I'll guarantee there is a cure for cancer. It's probably probably something like a plant. Just for fun. Just for fun. If you guys get really, really bored, go to the NIH.gov site. There's an org to gov. Go to the the NIH site and type in ivermectin and cancer. And look at all the different types of cancer and tumors that ivermectin cures, which might be the real reason they didn't. They tried to bastardize and demonize ivermectin because mm-hmm. it's super cheap. Anyway, go on. Yeah, <laughs> but like you know, if we're, if in, 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 that's why 
for us, it's important for us to build a relationship with the kids. Um, and, and then in turn, we, we've been very intentional with our intake form so that they don't reveal things that we have to report, but they can still be classified as victim of crime. And then later down the road, when they feel comfortable, they share with us and then we can take care of that situation. And so sometimes that's happened for us where we build that relationship. We know that there's something going on with the kid. Um, yep. Is it like a situation where you're like, la, 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 don't tell me anything that I have to report right now? No, no. It's more of, hey, these are the questions. We're very specific about how the questions are asked that the kids answer when we fill it out. But when they feel comfortable enough to tell us, they tell us. You know, <laughs> If it's two weeks down the road, if it's a year and a half down the road, they know that they can come talk to us individually. So what we've established is when they're in our building. So like where I'm recording from is my office. Mm -hmm. This is where I work on a daily basis. Uh, and then so in, I have a, a large room where we all have a group session. Kids say stuff there. They're, they sign in. Basically, they sign a confidentiality agreement saying whatever said in this building stays in this building. And then they're also told if you need to talk about something that you don't want shared with the group, you can grab myself or another advocate and we can go somewhere private and we can talk. And then that's where sometimes things like that will be disclosed. But it them seeing that confidentiality in the big room and then with things said, I can't even tell parents. Parents come to me and say, oh, what'd y'all talk about today? Sorry, I can't tell you. I can't have right. a, a counselor at a school who I know the kid needs help say, hey, is so-and-so coming to Crossroads? I say, I can't confirm or deny that they're attending the program. But John, you know? again, um, to, if you can answer this question, because I've I asked it before, and I don't know if you you fully answered the question. I, I'm 16 year old Ray. Yeah. Now talk to me like like you're my dad. Okay, you're my dad. Let's say, okay. God forbid, your son comes up to you and says, "Dad, does your does your son have a Texas accent?" No, he's got an accent like mine. All right, Just so he says, "Dad, listen, I found this woman. She's like 35, and she's wonderful to me, and I'm in love with her." Dad. <laughs> Yeah, Dad, um, I like when she kisses me in my funny parts. What do you say to him? <laughs> what do you say to him, dude? I'm sorry. Well, first of all, he would be pretty. He, he come on, it would be so hard not to high five that, that young boy, wouldn't it? I mean, come on. Well, when it's your kid, it's different. I mean, honestly, when it's your kid, it's different, you know? Oh. And so, uh, and Jacob would be like, um, you know, he would say, yeah, I'm, you know, she had sex with me. She touched my penis. She was, he knows awesome. all the terms. He's fine. Right. Um, I mean, we've had plenty of conversations. But what so. do you yeah. say to Ray? Yeah, somebody says, don't tell your mom. That's what <laughs> I would say. <laughs> what do you, what, what do you say to Ray about, about Ray's funny parts being touched? You know, I, I would say, you know, Ray, you know, how did this relationship start? Where, you know, where did it begin? Find out from you how it goes about. So I could hear, the, the grooming, the intentionality of the relationship or whatever happened, happened. Um, and then I would ask you, you know, okay. I'm sorry. You, this is not funny guys. No, this no. is so funny. No, I'm sorry. But then I would, I would ask honestly, like, where do you think this will go? Where do you think this will happen? And then long-term, what right. do you think this is going to do for you for your, this is this relationship. If it doesn't last, right. I, I don't say that it won't because here's the thing. Right. If I put that negative connotation in your mind, you're going to be like, well, I'm going to try. You're going to you're going to fight. Do the so, oh, yeah. Right. That's you with know, any boyfriend. So, Never tell a girl that you don't like her boyfriend. Right. Just so determined to stay. If, if this doesn't last, if this doesn't last, if this relationship ends, what do you how do you think that'll affect your next relationship? 
You know, what What do you want they out of care relationship? the funny parts are being kissed. Yeah. Right. But it's there's hashtag, more to that than that. Hashtag and, funny parts. Hashtag funny parts. Um, but <laughs> there's more to it than that. And, and we need to understand the relationship aspect of it. That you are giving a part of yourself <laughs> to this person that mm-hmm. is never going to be returned back. You're 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 giving away something of yourself because I mean I do believe that when we have sex with people we give a piece of ourselves to that person. Yes, I think there's invisible threads that attach. They, oh, there absolutely. are energy energetic threads, and that's not for nothing. That's in any relationship because yeah, let, yeah. let's be real, guys. Yeah. If ever you've dated somebody, been like in love or loved somebody or cared about somebody, been in an intimate relationship. You're tied together forever. I'm sorry to tell you that. In a way. It's kind of like dogs, right? When dogs, when your pet dies, and not just dogs, but your pet, uh, even horse, goat, like anything. When they die, they kind of take a little part of your heart with them. Mm -hmm. It's like gone, you know? Because like not every, it's all thing. Not every hand I've held was worth it, but every paw I held was absolutely worth it. So, you know, they take a little part of you. They do. Yeah. That's why. It's important, but you know, I think the one thing I think um, that you, we also want to remember is that, you know, in a way, that person, no matter what, because a sixteen-year-old versus a thirty-year-old, the thirty-year-old knows what they're doing, versus the sixteen-year-old yeah. who doesn't and is just completely enamored. So we got um, somebody here, Big Wig Twenty Eight says, "I respect you." But I don't think that argument is going to work with a 16-year-old teen boy. I don't necessarily disagree. I'm going to have to go with Big Wig on that one. And I'm not saying it will. I'm just saying, you're pre- again, we're presenting the situation. We're right. telling them. We're having that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But we know what it is. But again, it's that idea of I'm not going to force them further into that by going, right. you can't do this anymore. You got to because they're going to dig in their heels. So we're just going to have a conversation and talk about it. And say, what do you think? You know, this is going to happen. Now, I, I, I was sixteen. You know, um, we all have been there. We understand that hormones are raging, and we're looking to put our penis in whatever holes available. You know, and so. Absolutely. But I mean, at forty-four, I'm still doing that. Um, oh God, no! By the way, know. once it came up, there was a little card. We were playing a game, right? And one of the questions that came up was, "What was the best fruit to have sex with?" And the guy to the right of me, watermelon. No Oh. Thank you. No, he said no. No hesitation. He just what? He's like a melon. Yeah. Like, Nothing. Didn't even think about it. And yep. I was like, yep. I was like, you gotta heat it up. What? I was like, how do you know this, right? What? Huh? <laughs> so I'm a 16 year old boy, right? Like, yeah. like right, right? Just, just right there. Huh? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But if you put, if you do put a watermelon in the oven at 350 for like like five minutes, <laughs> not that I know. Mm, I, I know nothing about that at all. I that Bigwick's saying a pineapple. Oh no, no, it's too, too citrusy. Too yeah. citrusy. Yeah, a, pine- a pineapple actually. The the pineapple itself that will take apart anything with if you leave it on something. So yeah, let's be, let's yeah, be the, real. The bromide, the bromide yes. enzymes yep. will. That's how you can tenderize a steak by putting in pineapple. Let's yeah. be and real. By the way, Winona says we'll go back to. The, the, it's just, you know, it's, Winona says you just sometimes you just gotta let them crash and burn on their own, and it goes for any nice. age. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and 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 I will I will say you know well, no, no, you gotta be on the podcast at one point. You have such I would love it. So I know she's so freaking smart, and our comments are so targeted. At the, <laughs> at the age of fourteen to sixteen, I was looking at seat cushions in weird ways. So mm-hmm. you know you're gonna try a little bit of everything, but listen, I, I think John, what you're saying is is spot I have on. A flashlight for that now. Oh yes, they do. Um, 
But we didn't have money back then, April. You got to remember. Yeah. I know. It's not, that's not that's something you want to buy like secondhand either. Rubber gloves yeah. and Vaseline and a seat cushion. Anywho. Mm-hmm. So here's the deal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes the shower and shampoo is all you need. I'm all saying. Um, <sighs> yeah. Sex, you know, sex toys for women have kind of been stagnant for years now, but they have come a long way for you guys in the past, I, like, four years. I'm going to tell you years. I'm going to tell you guys something that oh, that. And just so you know, Fleshlight is an all-American company God. owned by a family, started by a mother, a mom and dad, and the, the kids actually run it. Yeah, the kids I, actually. You can find those at the Big Race Sex Emporium. They were, yes, they yes. were making they were making flashlights at the age of eleven yes. downstairs in the basement. They were so helping because the mom had a dangerous pregnancy, so they all decided to help and do something about <laughs> they it. They were like, "Hey, hey, hey, little, <laughs> hey, hey, little, little Billy, can you?" He hold this molder to mom's. Well, I think he was Jack like Jack? he was like nineteen. He was like nineteen, oh, twenty. Man, was, yeah, that's but they were help. That they were all helping to design and distribute mm. and make the money. I believe that just like me, because I was I was with this young well not, with this lady for about a year, almost two years, like on and off. And I think most teenagers get tired of things, mm-hmm. you know. So it's kind of like guide them in the right way. Tell them to really be safe and be very careful. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I'm saying I think most teenagers will just move on. And it's going to be that adult's problem because. If they don't get her pregnant, like somebody that's why pointed I said, out. That's if they what don't I said. Yeah. So the, as Big Wig said, the problem with the 16 year old boy is if he knocks the girl up and then has to care for a child, mm-hmm. which, you know, sperm, 16 year old, very potent, lots of it. And he said, and, and Big Wig says, says, but Ray, what if you had gotten her pregnant? Well, I didn't because I was always using a condom. And even always, if, every time, every, every single time, single, always, every, never every, missed every, it. Every fucking time. Good for you. Um, I was, Good I was, I'm going to tell you something. One thing, check this out. I, I'm going to, this is going to sound fucking like I'm patting myself on the back. I had a lot of sex from the <laughs> age of like 14 up to like, you know. That is a requirement for my co-host because we don't have anything to talk about if they haven't lived a life. So thank you. I appreciate it. But Mm. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, I will say that I was extremely, extremely, extremely freaking um, careful. So much so that I didn't have a child until I wanted to at the age of 31. Think about that. So, you know what? God, I'm going to cheers myself. Mm -hmm. There you go. Cheers. Mm. Anyway, we've been in, we've been doing that, doing this for about an hour. Mm-hmm. I know you guys wanted to get into a bunch of other topics, but is there anything else, John? Yeah. That you want to kind of just, you know, just take this subject, wrap it up in a little, you know. I, I have one more question for okay. John before, yeah, before yeah, we wrap it up. Sure. What is your advice to deal with online abuse? In a, in a nutshell, what, 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 yeah. how do you handle that? What would you suggest for that? So the way, the best thing to do would be, I mean, one, read the laws. There's a lot of laws that actually people don't recognize that protect kids in, in online abuse and adults too. The second would be if you're a parent of a teen, um, have that relationship where you understand that, hey, let me see your phone. Like with my kid, I walk in, hey, let me check your phone. Yep, I do the same thing. You know, we, and then you, but my, my kid also. It's like a me. random drug test. You just random no. phone check. No. Okay. You know, well, just, my, well, my, well, my son, he trusts me. I'm like, Pop, yeah. let me see your phone real quick. And I'll be like, oh, I just want to check something. On. I want to see if, if you updated or whatever. And fact is, I'm like, let me just check yeah. this shit out. And he yeah. trusts me. 
because you know, and I, I'm very open. Listen, my son is 14, going on 15. Talk to the kids. Yes. Talk to your kids, man. That don't you know? It's not. It's not the whole scene. What is it? Seen but not heard, or whatever the shit. Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. Now you're not going to be your kid's best friend. Mm-hmm. Be like, so who you who you're fucking today? No. Talk to them as a father, as a, as a, as a as a guardian, as a mother, as whoever you are, the adult. It's okay to have open dialogue with the teen. Mm-hmm. And and that trust goes a long way. My son, trust me. I was. I will hope a hundred percent. I say hope because you never know. Yeah, I mean that's me. I'm I'm teaching him to drive right now. Like the other day, it was raining. I tossed him the keys from because I picked him up from his Dungeons and Dragon group at school and said, "Here you go." God be with you. I he knows. I mean, I trust him, and he knows that I trust him. I mean, we end the night. We give each other a hug. Tell you I love you, buddy. I'm proud of you. And before I go to bed, Um, when I see him in the morning before I go to the gym, and he's up getting ready for school. Hey, I love you, buddy. Have a great day at school. You know, we have conversations. We, I mean, we're intentional at night where I take at least 30 minutes sometimes if, because sometimes I might be working until nine, 10 o'clock with the program. And, but when I get home, I make sure to take 20 to 30 minutes to talk to him Good. about his day and what he's doing and things that are going on, relationships that he's having and, and things along those lines. When we do that, and so we're able to, he's able to, I don't even have to check his phone half the time. You know, my sister and other people have Life 360 or whatever, so they can see where their kid is all the time. I've told them, I'm not going to put that crap on your phone. Mm-mm. Just be honest with me. When I text you, you text me if you're out, hey, I'm, out, I'm with so-and-so. Cool. All right. Just, I'm going to trust you to be honest and that you're going to be there that entire time. If you move, if you go somewhere else, do <laughs> let me know, you know. Those are the things I'm I'm asking for that respect and in turn in the same, but we've had that relationship to where we're able to do that. We've had conversations. He knows where I'm at. He knows what I believe. We've had the conversation about sex and condoms. And I said, look, if you're going to have sex, cool, be safe, yeah. have a condom. We've, we've gone over condoms, how they work, yeah. all that fun stuff. I mean, I want to make sure that he's prepared in this world to be, a, a person who's going to be respectable, who's going to have good values and know what he wants. Now, in that process, mm-hmm. we go phone check, cool. And he's like, yeah, no big deal. You know, um, but we we want to make sure that he's, I, I want to make sure he's protected. That's my job as a parent. I'm not going to put filter blockers, but he he has come to me. Papa, I'm dealing with this, so-and-so saying this. Okay, well, let's figure out how we do it. What do we do? I mean, have I talked to parents before? Yeah. Hey, your kid's saying this about my kid. We need to have a discussion. Yeah, let's talk. You know? Yeah. Hey, and John. We, we have that. You and I are both fathers of teens, mm-hmm. and and tell me if I'm wrong when I say this, and, and for all you guys and gals out there that have kids and stuff, um, I found and I found that when you have that trust and you have that open dialogue with your teenage son or daughter, the worst thing, this is experience, that your kid could hear from you is, man, you let me down mm-hmm. or you disappointed me. I'm disappointed. Mm-hmm. I'm not, like, and that's, that's, that goes, that's just anything and anybody across the board. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you can don't yell, have to yell. It's more than I'm mad. It's I'm disappointed. You don't have yell, to scream, scream whatever. Does it, that won't affect them. You say, you know, hey, buddy, I'm I'm kind of disappointed. I, d- I depended on you to take care of this mm-hmm. situation, and you you know you fucked up, kid. That, that makes a world of difference compared to yelling, screaming, doing whatever. You know, but um, but if we're gonna wrap this up, because I know we did want to talk about a few other things, but yeah, um, uh, the. Like loversrespect.org, they have a campaign every year for Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month. This year's theme is called Be About It. 
Uh, there are four pillars of it. Uh, one is about be about education, which is what we're doing right now, but specifically talking about boundaries for your teens. Uh, the idea, the next one is be about engagement, uh, having conversations, seeing situations. If you see a teen in what you feel is a, a, a not a safe environment or a safe relationship, step in. And guys, it's okay to step in. Your instincts are majority right, are right more of the time than they're wrong. So if you feel something and you feel uncomfortable, you see something that's uncomfortable, step in. Give yeah. the, the person an opportunity to, to get out or get an escape. Um, the next is we want to be about safety online. Protect kids. Be aware of what they're seeing, what they're doing. Give them that opportunity to be safe. And the last thing they want to do uh, that we want to be about is we want to be about empowerment. You want to empower your kids to have self-care, to be encouraged, to know who they are, know their worth, and know that they are something special and unique because every person is. They have something valuable to this world. Um, and uh, the last thing, Ray, that I want to tell you is uh, February 7th. That's mm -hmm. uh, a Tuesday. Every February, first Tuesday of the month, so uh, Tuesday, February 7th, will be uh, Wear Orange Day. So if you have an orange piece of clothing, uh, orange you know, ribbon, it doesn't have to be all orange. It can be something like that. You take a picture, you put it on social media with the hashtag orange with the number four love um, on there, and then be about it. Those are the hashtags for this year's uh, Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month. You take that picture, you put it on there, and you're letting people know, hey, I'm supportive of kids having healthy relationships. And it doesn't take much. You just take a picture, you put it online, you put the hashtag and say, I support teens having a healthy relationship. You can go to loversrespect.org. They have a whole page about that. They have a section about like, hey, we're for Wear Orange Day, things that you can um, you could tweet about or say or, or, or whatever, especially for those of us on this screen who are social media influencers and people pay attention to what we take pictures of sometimes and things along those lines. They have things that we could say, things that we can do and other hashtags, but the big ones are Orange for Love and uh, Be About It for this year's theme. Orange for Love is every Tuesday and then this year's theme. And where can, where can they, I, we're not closing out yet, but where can they yeah. follow, follow you on Twitter again? Jay? Uh, Jay Reezyman. How spell it? J-R-E-A-Z-Y-M-I-N. Uh, so it's like J Reezy and then men for minister or ministry. So there's we there was a an app um, probably about six or seven years ago called Rap Chat where you would chat with your friends, but you have to do it in a rap and you create <laughs> and so you create you, your rap name. And so my rap name was J Reezy. J Reezy. Yeah. I was wondering about that. And yeah. also uh, you can also go to uh, breakthecycle.org for more yes. information as well. And I, yes. I appreciate the fact that. <clears throat> you tr you treat teenagers more like adults and you're not delusional like a lot of people are and take the approach of no they can't have relationships no they cannot ever have sex because we see that sometimes where well they should keep their legs shut then it's like this is so ridiculous you're yeah. gonna have to the only way you're gonna deal with this is to be realistic and mm -hmm. not make them try and hide things from you right because we were all teenagers once we know exactly Mm -hmm. what the deal is, but a lot of people seem to have amnesia and just completely forget. Right. And that's one so. of the things I deal with, with our um, ISD here uh, in Parker County is they, it's an absence only school. So you can't, I couldn't even have a presentation talking about consent because that implies that kids are having sex, mm -hmm. you know, where it's like, uh, guys, have you not, kids are having sex. So yeah. let's let's just have an open and upfront conversation. One other website I did want to plug for our 
uh, for teens who are uh, in the LGBTQ plus community, the mm -hmm. Trevor Project is another oh, yes. website specifically for them that if they're dealing with things, they know how they can get help for, you know, dating violence or coming out or all those kind of situations that they're dealing with as well. Um, the TrevorProject.org is another website if you are in the LGBTQ plus community and need help with a dating violence or anything along those lines. Love and respect and and um, break the cycle will also do that. I was going to say that that's that, that those those two organizations are across the board. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who you love, right? Right. It really doesn't. Um, but the Trevor Project is specifically for that yeah. community. So uh, if so, that's where you feel more comfortable, right? So for people like Colin, you know, you have a place to reach out, right? You know, so but he's not a teen. So TrevorProject.org is specifically for teens. And Colin's not a teen. No. How old is he? Uh, I think he's old. I mean, he was supposed to be marrying he's the, the teen, right? Yeah, he's only in his 30s. He's a baby. He's a actually. baby. Yeah. I love Colin. And Wolf is asking if we ever thought about making a Discord. I don't know how to. That's Colin's specialty. Oh, you know what? What? I know somebody who can make a Discord. I know a guy. I know, you know a guy. I know got a guy. guy. I got a guy. I got a guy. April, I think if you ask this gentleman right here, this oh. is my boy, Gammy Wolfers. Gammy okay. Wolfers. What's up, Gammy? Gammy hey, Wolfers, will you make us a Discord play? Gammy is the freaking ball, Jesus <laughs> Christmas. Um, um, uh, I just lost my train of thought, dude. Hey, thanks. Thanks, try, being, try being a foot away when she does that, when you're at WrestleMania and you're trying to introduce the homies and she does that and you're just like, oh, oh yeah, my. I forgot about that. Oh, I yeah. used that. I used that soy wax. You oh, me. shit. You Wait so a much. second. Yeah. April. What? You you actually, does she present me the uh, the producer yes. of the year? Yeah. I yeah. think yeah. it was. Hold on. Yeah. 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 Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did something on that. I remember yeah. that. Was a, it was, oh, like, it was hey, like all over hey, the place. Okay. April, I just wanted you to know, um, uh, you are you have an infinite invite to the Smack Attacks Christmas special. I asked Ray specifically about that for you, and he said you were busy. And then I heard the podcast where you're like, I wanted to be on that. I'm like, <laughs> that is that's your Smack Attack. This that's, is that's my your, your, this is award? my 2022 Hammy Award five dollar face slap your producer your, of the year. Your award. Hammy Award. Damn right. That's awesome. Yeah, we were at WrestleMania, WrestleCon, and. Uh, mm -hmm. We were doing that. That was mm -hmm. fun. That was fun. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Congratulations, so, Ray. Well, thank you. But I'm, I'm bypassing Ray from this point forward. Oh. You have an infinite invite to the Christmas special. Um, so, you know, especially now that James is not here, and I'm running this next attack <laughs> <What>? by myself. <laughs> Good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. So, all right. We, thank, all right you everybody. thank you for including me, the, the girl who was left out. We got to buy Gam Wolford's laptop. Somebody get Gam Wolford's laptop. Anybody who's rich here? <laughs> nope. Damn it! We'll figure it out. <laughs> I can actually, I can actually, I can actually find somebody. I think Colin actually could help us. Colin knows how to do it. Set yeah. up a, a. But he's a, so busy. That's why he's not. That's why he's not your co-host or my co-host anymore. Check this out, Gam. If Colin sets up the Discord, is there a possibility that you can run it from your phone? I think you can do that. Yeah. So let's talk. Let's talk. But anywho, I, guys, I need people to run everything on my phone. I need mm -hmm. for me. I need you to do my email. I need someone to do my messaging. I need someone to even do my dating profile. I just, I'm so over all these inboxes. You don't even mm -hmm. know. I'm, 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 I'm failing miserably at it. I want to make my life simpler with with oh. less 
oh. with less. Thank you, Kim. <laughs> oh, I can. He said in French, I can run it from the third. Le iPhone. <laughs> le iPhone. Yo, guys, we got eight minutes okay. before All we right. sign off. So, what do you want? What do you want to talk about? Just to close up, let's do something fun. What do you got? April? Okay, so I was. Uh, I'll make this quick, actually. Sure, that's um, what she said. Yes, right. Yes. No, that's actually what he said. That's what he said. <laughs> so I was watching something. You know, you know how things are a little challenging going on in the world right now. It just seems like, ah, it just seems like salmon swimming up, swimming upstream with all the bullshittery going right. on. Right? It's always something. It's something else. Something else. Something else. Something else. And it can really get to us, right? And um, there, there are two thought, schools of thoughts on this. One is, well, I'm going to get to the second one next week. So just come back next week. Please. But one of the videos I was watching by somebody who's far smarter than I am was they were dissecting history by hundred year cycles. <clears throat> and what was amazing is that they were showing that every 80 years, there's a crisis. So it's almost like, earth or, or at least this country too has a crisis it's almost set every 79 to 80 years and the crisis lasts for a little while and that crisis is what reshapes our society so if this is indeed the pattern which it does seem to be um for whatever reason you know maybe there's a higher power out there that dictates maybe something Everything happens for a reason. Maybe we are in a matrix for whatever reason. Maybe we do have a, a cycle. We're very cyclical every 79 or 80 years. That would mean we are in the middle of our crisis right now. If you go back to the wars, if you go back to the viruses, if you go back to everything, it means that we are right now in the middle of our crisis and then we will pull through and it will get better. So one of the things he was saying was over history, one of the, what we need to remember is those in charge who create these crises. There's always more of us than them. So we don't even have to like each other to unite. So mm -hmm. if we can stop being manipulated mm -hmm. and influenced by the powers that be who have everything to gain by keeping us divided because all our power is in our numbers. So if we can unite, like I said, we don't even have to like each other. We just have to unite. Then we, ha we have all the power mm. and we can get through the crisis faster and we can get to the other side more efficiently. Mm. Mm. Interesting. So, That's the, uh, the end of the Watchmen comic. You know, Ozymandias, you know, he creates a false narrative with a alien that crash mm -hmm. lands on Earth and all the countries have to stop what they're doing to work together to kill this alien. And mm -hmm. so therefore now it's all one big happy society. Yeah, the Russians and the and the and the Americans and the communists and the you know capitalists all have to work together to stop this one thing. So everybody comes together at mm -hmm. the end. And the only people who know are the Watchmen, and Warshak has to be killed because he he can't live that lie. Warshak, yeah, so. Warshak from from Welcome Back, Carter. That guy? No, not that guy. <laughs> no. All right, we got four minutes. Can I can I bring up a topic real quick, like yes, a small little do. happy topic? And this really pissed me off, April. This oh, really boy. pissed me off, John Enright. Remember how last <laughs> week? 
we were talking about things that we love and that have been destroyed, like Velma and Scooby Doo. Yes. Night Court. One of my favorite freaking shows of the 80s. They bought it back. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Why are they doing that? I don't oh, no. know. What did they do to it? They destroyed it. It sucks. It sucks. Really? Everything sucks. They have sucky bailiffs. They have sucky freaking lawyers. Dan Fielding's there, but he's like an old nice guy. It's the worst. He's a defense attorney now. Oh, really? <sighs> yeah. I don't uh, want to so do that. the idea oh. is that if the blonde-haired chick from um, the Bang Nerd Theory. Show uh, that had the high voice, whatever. That <laughs> Big Bang gimmicks. Theory. Oh. Yeah, I didn't watch that. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm watching Tulsa Kings because somebody recommended it. That's, yeah, like, that's, that's, that's a list. real TV right there. Oh, well, uh, right now, Jacob and I are watching Vox Machina. Uh, oh, uh, are you? Oh, I did. Yeah. I did Keyleth. Oh yeah, I did that no. character. I oh love. no, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. Um, but yeah, we're watching that right now. But uh, but, but yeah, talk about the the Night Court. Yeah, so it, the gimmick is she is Harry Stone's daughter, and so she's taking over his court. Right. Um, and so that's that's the tangential thing. And so she she went and got Dan to come back, but he's not a prosecutor; he's now a defense attorney for everybody work. that comes through. Um, yeah, and he just yeah, it's 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 weird to see him as a defender of people now. When that was the whole bit, he would come in and just rake them over the coals and, and just insult them. It's and just it's, it's listen, whenever something is good, it's like do you remember back in the eighties guys when they had when they made new Coke? Yes. There was do. Coke and then they had crystal. Do you remember Pepsi. do you remember lemon and cherry coke though? Those were good. That was some good when shit. lemon they did lemon coke. Yeah. Some, Vanilla Coke some ungodly good. reason they took it off the market again. What about what about Crystal Pepsi? Ew. Crystal Pepsi was the shit. Oh, you are on drugs, dude. No, <laughs> I'm no. about to call 980. What is it? 911 for you. No, I'll call 911 <laughs> for you. <laughs> Crystal fucking Pepsi was it was awesome. tasting like was liquid gross. shit. I don't like Pepsi in general. I'm a <sighs> Coke generation. But they changed. They ch- stop, please. I'm just asking, guys. I don't know, April, if you could do anything. I don't know if Jay Reezy, you can do anything about this. But please stop taking things that we love and making them absolutely fucking them up. God suck. And you know what? It's not even the show's not even woke. It just it's not. Oh, you know what it has? Okay, there's how you here's how you handle that. There's so much good TV out there. Just watch something else. Vote with your viewership and your dollars. It's really easy. Watch Box Machina. Watch uh, Tulsa Kings. Watch uh, Uh, the boys. The boys. Wait, sorry, eighteen eighty three or nineteen twenty three? The boys. Uh, right. Taylor Sheridan. He actually lives out here. He has a house not far from. Uh, Does he? Where oh, he's brilliant. Uh, yeah, he's a good dude. Uh, Is he really? He does some stuff. Yeah, no, he does, he's done some stuff for a lot of the local uh, charities here and weather. All right, bring him on. Him we'll get him on as a guest. <laughs> I don't have that kind of pull. I don't have that kind of pull. I know of him. I don't know him. Just show him a picture just, of April. Just, He'll come just on. Have him come okay. on. Tell him I'm a writer. Okay. I need okay. to pick his yeah. brain desperately. Yeah. And if he swings, okay. if he swings the other way, show him a picture of me. We'll see if that no, helps. No, he's married. Yeah. Oh. Uh, his his penis is in Bangkok, and we can find that picture just right. off. Sure. Just look; it's a JPEG. It, it's we'll enlarge small. it a little bit and send it to him. It's a right. JPEG. It's going to come out very pixelated. Yeah. Right. You have to. <laughs> anyway, listen, bro. Thank you for coming on the show yeah, today, man. This you. was oh, thank like, y'all. Incre- thank y'all. Yeah. It was we appreciate very, it much. Thank you for letting yeah. us pick your brain and for all the information. Hopefully, yeah. people will. Uh, be able to take something away from that and help their kids and and uh you know 
get a, get a, get, a, get a little bit smarter in that yeah. ninety minutes. So yeah, just just talk to your kids. Just be be upfront, be honest, develop cool. relationships, talk to them. That's all you can do at the end of the day. So they're gonna follow right. you on Twitter down there at Jay Reasyman, right? Or yeah. TikTok or Instagram. All so, on Jay Reasyman. You know the rules, right? You're ready to peck flex. Yeah, you got a peck flex there, Jay Reasyman. So, right? I'm not seeing much. I'm really unimpressed. Come on. I see there's microphones in the way. I can't see shit. Let's do it. Come on, do it. Yeah, do it. That's what they got. Oh, I see got. it. I see the peck flex. Oh, I see it. I see a little bit. I see it. But come on, you can do more. Let's do uh, it. Come on. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Get peck them flex. titties going. Come on. <laughs> uh, it out. Flex it, flex it, flex it, flex Boobies. it real good. Yeah. <laughs> Boobies. Anywho. So thanks, everybody, who has joined us today. We really appreciate it. We appreciate you. You can find us, obviously, here on Twitch.tv, The A Show, Patreon for everything The A Show. You can find me on Instagram, Real April Hunter. You can find me on Twitter, Real April Hunter. And uh, I'm also on Patreon, April Hunter. Ray? Yeah, um, same thing. Uh, follow April and all that cool stuff. Uh, you can follow me on social media at Big Ray Hernandez. And I wanted to thank my brother, my friend, my 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 lover. No, I'm kidding. Um, my lover. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sometimes. Um, my good friend, my brother in Christ, uh, my my boy Jay Reezy, man, for mm-hmm. for coming on, chilling with us, man. This was very fun, very cool, very informative. And uh, I'll just say this, man: talk to your teens. Talk to your teens. It, you will be surprised how receptive these kids are, especially nowadays. Oh, and listen to the Smack Attack in the Academy on Homie Media Group. Yes. There you go. There I know I forgot something. Yes. For all you nerds out there. The Smack Attack. The Smack Attack. And don't you forget can the also... next... Oh, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, Next Level Wrestling Review. Okay, goodbye. Next Level Wrestling Review. Yeah, and on Homie Media, also on the different various podcast forms, mm-hmm. you can take us with you. Uh, the A Show with April Hunter. You can find us on everything from Spotify to Podbean to Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. We love you. Thank you. Anybody got anything else? That's it. Nope. The Academy. Out. See, you on next, see you next Wednesday, which is infinitely less fun to say than see you next Tuesday. Right. Live long and prosper. <laughs> May the we force out. be with you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>